Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, The Amazing Spider-Man from Beyond the Grave from 1972. Comes up a lot on this show. As you probably know, that's Sugar Sugar, performed by fictional cartoon band The Archies. In 1969, it spent four weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It would also spend eight weeks at number one on the UK singles chart. It actually went to number one in 16 different countries. And by the time 1969 ended, Sugar Sugar was the number one selling record of the year in the United States. The Archies are a pretty fascinating story, and if you never heard my episode on the Archies, go back and listen to episode number four of Bizarre Albums for the entire story. The singer of the Archies was Archie Andrews. Well, in the cartoon, that is. In reality, the singing was done by studio musician Ron Dante. In the fall of 1969, Dante actually had two top ten hits on the Billboard Hot 100 at the same time. In addition to Sugar Sugar, he was also the uncredited lead singer on the song Tracy by the Cufflings. Tracy, when I'm with you, something you do bounces me off the ceiling. Tracy, day after day, when you're this way, I get a love and feeling. And during this same time, Dante was also a jingle singer. One of his best known was for Pepsi's You've Got a Lot to Live campaign. It's the Pepsi generation Coming at you, going strong Put yourself behind the Pepsi If you're living, you belong You've got a lot to live And Pepsi's got in 1970, all of this success would lead him to finally releasing something under his own name. He released Ron Dante Brings You Up on Kirshner Records. And speaking of Kirshner, before all of this, Ron Dante had signed a publishing deal when he was still a teenager. Here he is talking about this on the Serial at Midnight YouTube channel. I, I was signed to my first, first uh, publishing deal, song publishing deal, at 17 by a guy named Don Kirshner, who most people know is the, the man who made the monkeys, and he had a show called Rock Concert. Time Magazine said he was the man with the golden ear. That's right. I often said, where's the other ear? I often said that to Donnie, but he, he was a great guy. And he signed me as a kid. He said, you, you, you can, you write songs and you'll be our demo maker. So I started really young and it was great because it was like going to college. It was like going to musical college. The office 
was an incredible office. The day I walked into this publishing company, there were these little cubicles all around with pianos in them. And in one cubicle was Carol King and Jerry Goffin. The other cubicle was Neil Sedaka, Howie Greenfield. The other one was Tony Orlando and, and, and a slew of hit songwriters, very young, <clears throat> probably in their young 20s. But they were older to me, old, these older guys. But it was, it was a great uh, entrance into the music business. So this would have been 1962 when Ron Dante started working for Don Kirshner. That same year, a new Marvel Comics superhero debuted. August 1962 saw the first appearance of Spider-Man in the anthology comic book Amazing Fantasy number 15. Spider-Man was created by writer-editor Stan Lee and artist Steve Ditko. I've done a few Spider-Man-based episodes in the past on the show, so for more in-depth history on Spider-Man, go back and check some of those out. I'm going to move past a lot of that today since I've already covered that. Now, just a couple of months after Spider-Man's first appearance, Marvel publisher Martin Goodman was shocked to discover that it was one of Marvel's best-selling comics. So in March of 1963, Spider-Man would get his own comic series called The Amazing Spider-Man. In time, it would become Marvel's top-selling comic book series. Spider-Man would become so popular that in 1967, a Saturday morning cartoon debuted on ABC, simply called Spider-Man. They should be passing by any second now. This time they won't get away. No one's going to knock down bank doors while I'm around. Loud noises interrupt my sleep. There are few things freakier than a bleary-eyed typical teenage superhero. I've got enough hang-ups already. Swinging from building to building, running around in a hot costume... Sometimes I wonder why. The voice of Spider-Man was Paul Soles, who you may also remember as Hermie in the 1964 Rankin-Bass classic TV special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. A dentist? The Spider-Man cartoon would premiere at 10 a.m. on Saturday, September 9th, 1967. After 39 episodes, ABC's last Saturday morning broadcast of Spider-Man would be on August 30th, 1969. The show went on hiatus for a few months, and then the following March, a third season began a brief run in syndication, which would end in June of 1970. Though the cartoon series ended, Spider-Man's popularity would continue, and in the early 1970s, Marvel Comics was trying more and more merchandising opportunities. And one of these opportunities was to make a series of what they called rock comics. They're basically comic books combined with rock and roll. And it would start with Spider-Man. So, in 1972, The Amazing Spider-Man from Beyond the Grave was released on Buddha Records. Spider Pig, Spider Pig, does whatever a Spider Pig does. So basically, the rock comic was a five-episode story, and most of them would end with a song. And who would sing the songs? Ron Dante, of course. But I'm getting slightly ahead of myself here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Gatefold album opens up to reveal some artwork for each episode from John Romita. And the first track on the album is Episode 1, Peter's Nightmare. It's Spider-Man! Don't let him get away! The cops, where did they come from? They're after me. Voice filled with such pain. I've got to find that voice. There he goes up the side of that building. Get a search letter. Can't hang around. That episode goes on for about five and a half minutes before closing with a song called Theme from Spider-Man. But it's not the old TV show theme. This is a different theme written by Steven Lemberg. He wrote all the songs on the album in addition to writing the script, and he was one of the album's two credited producers alongside Barbara Gitler. Theme from Spider-Man was also released as a single. Episode 2 is titled, Spider-Man Remembers. You'll hear the character Kingpin featured in this episode. He's voiced by actor Thayer David, who's probably best known for his role as Jurgens, the crooked fight manager in Rocky. Soon that web-slinger will have slung his last web, and the city will be mine. New York is in for the biggest crime wave in history, and there is no one to stop me. No one to stop the Kingpin. The episode then ends with a song called A Groove to Be Free. The music on the album is credited to being performed by the Web Spinners. Obviously, that's just a spider-based name there. The Web Spinners were not a real band, and once again, Ron Dante is uncredited. However, there are some other pressings that do list Ron Dante, but they credit him as the spinner of the web, not as the singer. In fact, there are no credited musicians anywhere on the album but there is a credit for music arranger Anthony Camillo, who one year later would be the co-producer and arranger 
for Gladys Knight and the Pips' Grammy Award-winning number one single, Midnight Train to Georgia. But now I am free, unbelievably free. I only look down on the town that always gave nothing to me. It's such a groove to be free. Leave my teenage troubles behind. Episode 3 is titled Spidey's Dilemma. Anytime I cover an album on the show that features a lot of dialogue, I find it hard to post clips, so I'm going to kind of be light on the episode clips. But I will talk about some of the voice cast. In addition to Thayer David, there's also a policeman played by Hank Garrett, who appeared in films like Serpico, The Amityville Horror, and Death Wish. The Green Goblin is voiced by Joe Ross, who played Officer Gunther Tootie on Car 54, Where Are You? And René Abergenois is the voice of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. He may best be remembered for his role as Odo on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. You can leave the weapons or leave the station. Your choice. Please make it now. Who are you? I'm the one giving you the choice. Episode 3 is actually the last track on side A. It doesn't get a song to wrap up that episode, so let's move on to side B, which kicks off with episode 4, A Strange Ally. Uncle Ben, dead? No. No, it can't be true. Well, it was a burglar whom your uncle surprised, but we'll get him. He's trapped in the old Acme warehouse at the waterfront. The neighbors are looking after your aunt next door. Uncle Ben, he was more than a father to me. But he and Aunt May... They were the only family I ever had. I've got to go. Got to get that burglar. Come back, Parker. Come back. According to SpidermanCrawlspace.com, promotional kits for the album were sent out to radio stations and record stores. The kits included a 7-inch single, an issue of the Amazing Spider-Man comic book, window stickers, and a press release. In addition to being available in record stores, the album could also be purchased by mail. They ran ads for it in the comics, Cream Magazine, where Spider-Man was also featured on the cover, as well as Foom Magazine. And the Foom ad reads, Here comes Spider-Man and his first big record smash. You've heard it on radio stations all over the country. Now you can get this best-selling smash for your own. The first of a series of rock comics, The Amazing Spider-Man on the Buddha label, has sold over 150,000 copies at $5.98 retail in its first three weeks. For the first time ever, Spidey battles Green Goblin, the Vulture, the Lizard, and the Kingpin side-by-side side with Doctor Strange. It's a sensational rock and roll adventure, set to the wildest sounds ever recorded, including the hit single, Theme from Spider-Man, plus three other original tunes, and a gigantic full-color poster of your favorite superhero. Don't miss this fabulous discount offer. That song is titled Stronger the Man. Episode 4 is continued after Stronger the Man. This time, it features an appearance from Doctor Strange. That then leads into the album's fourth and final song, 
Going Cross Town, which was also the B-side of the Theme from Spider-Man single. Going cross town, gonna brawl tonight, gonna kick a tail or two. Teach a bad dude a lesson that he better stop messing with the lights of me and you. Cause we got the power to turn wrong right. If we get together and stand up and fight Going cross town, gonna roll tonight Gonna kick a tail or two The album closes with episode 5, which is also titled From Beyond the Grave. He's trying to get away. Only a fool sticks around when it's better to flee. Maybe this web girdle will slow you down. Do you think your puny webbing can contain the kingpin? We'll meet again, Spider-Man, but next time I'll pick the plate. The album came with, as the sticker on the packaging said, a huge full-color poster. The back of the poster featured the album's very few liner notes. The liner notes call from Beyond the Grave the first of a series of rock comics, but it turned out to be the only one that was ever made. Buddha Records would do a few different pressings of this album, and they even released it in Japan a year later. In 1988, the album would see a picture disc release in the UK. It doesn't appear to have ever gotten a CD release, but it is currently streaming on Spotify. But this wasn't even the only Marvel Comics-themed album released in 1972. The UK prog rock band Icarus recorded an entire album themed around Marvel superheroes called The Marvel World of Icarus. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.